Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Saul Bona! Saul Bona! One more time. Saul Bona! That's Zulu for good morning. Just bringing in a little cultural angle here. Saul Bona. Think of the people who speak Zulu, who love Jesus Christ, our brothers and sisters. We're going to be with them forever in heaven. Good morning. Start of a new week. I trust you're well. I trust you had a good Thanksgiving. Oh, got to tell you something. Today's Thanksgiving. No, last week you say no, no. Every day is Thanksgiving. Give thanks to the Lord. We're reading from Hebrews, and we're in chapter 3, and I want to pick it up since we're beginning a new week with chapter 3, verse 5. Moses, remember now, the writer is showing the superiority of Jesus and the new covenant to the old covenant, the law, Moses, the Ten Commandments, which can't save anyone. Although they reflect God's holiness, they don't have power to change us, and that's the problem with our depraved human hearts, which are bent on selfishness and self-gratification at all costs. He is now saying not only is Christ greater than Aaron, he's our high priest in heaven. Aaron offered human sacrifices, but they never removed the guilt of sin. There was always that lingering thing of, I did it. Oh, man, what did I do? And then even when you offered another animal sacrifice, it was a reminder of all the other stuff you did in the past. So the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, notice he's just not just priest. He was the offering to the Lamb of God. There is not just forgiveness. There's wiping the slate clean. There's forgetting of sin by God. And he's covered our sins all through Jesus on the cross. Praise God. We can live without the guilt of sin. In fact, the Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation. Are you living with condemnation today? Even though we just picked up, let's look at this verse here. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house. By the way, we are God's house. Israel in the Old Testament was, but now Jew and Gentile put together in the church is God's new house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the son over God's house. Moses was building that human house over Israel. He served as kind of king, prophet, everything. But he was working among the house there. But Christ is over God's house, and we are his house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. So let's just do two things here. Christ, to get back to what I was saying, washes away all our sin. You don't live in condemnation today. If you're sincere and walking in the light and you've confessed your sins, as a believer, Satan doesn't let up. He wants to accuse, accuse, accuse. But God is full of mercy, mercy, mercy. So we can't live in guilt and have joy at the same time. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. So trust what God says, not what you feel and not what Satan whispers. Go by the word of God. Jesus is over the house that God is building. So now, what house is that? I'm sorry, we're going back a little bit. I think it's needful. 
In the Old Testament, God's presence dwelt in the tabernacle. So when Moses set it up after he received instructions on Mount Sinai, they were already in the wilderness, the desert. God's Shekinah glory, his presence, act, and that was new. You know, Enoch walked with God, Noah was righteous, but this first time where God revealed that he wanted to dwell with his people. So he dwelt in the tent, later the temple, and then there's a whole history of that. Then after the Babylonians came in and destroyed the temple, and the Ark of the Covenant disappeared. So even when they rebuilt the, the temple under after the return, there, there was no Ark of the Covenant, gone. So in Jesus's time, Herod's temple had been spent many years rebuilding that massive, beautiful thing, but there was no Shekinah, no presence of God. Israel's sin had driven God away. His presence couldn't dwell with the way they were. Because as we know, when Christ came, their religion was sideways. Just not their sinners and unbelief, uh, people who didn't adhere at all. It, the religious leaders had missed the mark, lost their way. Sadducees, Pharisees, there's the ones who plotted Christ's death. But now we are God's house. I didn't emphasize this enough, and I'm trying to make up for it. We are God's house. Who we? In two ways. We, the church, not Jew alone, not Gentile alone, together, Zulu, Polish, Puerto Rico, viva. We all make up the church, which is the house of God, the temple of God, it's called that. Know ye not that you're the temple of God collectively and individually. Every believer is a temple, the house of God. Why? He dwells within. Isn't there something about God? He wants to dwell with us. You would think we'd be the ones seeking his dwell, him being with us, and he would say, no, I can't. You're not what you ought to be, no. God loves us so much, he wants to dwell with his people. And now we're gonna come to some warnings in the book of Hebrews, some annoying words like if, which some people dismiss. Oh, God doesn't really mean that. Well, he does. But the thought I wanna leave you with is God, through Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, wants to walk with you and I today. He seeks fellowship with me. I have no idea why when I think of who I am and how disobedient, unfaithful I've been at times. And yet he loves me and says, I wanna walk with you. Let me guide you today. Let me protect you. Let's have fellowship. God is faithful who has called us into fellowship, communion, with his son, Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 1, 9, may you walk with the Lord today. See you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.